Hey there, this is Tom with another daily walk, ourwalkingchrist.com. So today is a little special and unusual video in that uh, I'm actually recording it the day I'm posting it live. It is 9-11, so I thought that it was appropriate to talk about 9-11. So this is going to be titled The Day That America Stopped. I don't mean it ended. Just mean a whole lot of stuff slowed down, a whole lot of stuff stopped, a whole lot of people stopped to reflect. And it was said, it's one of those great events, kind of like, you know, there was a space shuttle that blew up when I was in first grade, the Challenger, and uh, the assassination of JFK is a major event, bombing of Pearl Harbor was a major event, and uh, 9-11, though, was, was huge. It was significant. It was a, an, a fascinating day in American history. People said, well, you'll remember where you were, and I think that's true. So at the exact time 9-11 was happening, you know, I was uh, in my first semester starting my graduate program, and uh, I was in uh, room 101 in the Chambers building at Penn State campus. And uh, I always got there about an hour early, and I was reading a book, and the book was The Power of Focus, uh, Canfield et al. And uh, at that time in my life, I didn't really actually watch much news or anything like that. Um, I kind of lived by this interesting philosophy, which was proved to me to be true. And that is that if some major event's going to go on in the world, I'm going to be told about it. It's not going to be a big secret. And in reality, that's what happened that day. I'd get on campus about 8 a.m. Uh, when the bus would drop you off, maybe like 8.15 or so. I caught that bus in case the other one was, was late. It'd put me just a little bit later for class I'd like to be. So the room was not used, and so I'd sit there for about an hour in an empty room reading my book. And that day, I, I was reading, and... Um, you know, our class started and nothing really, uh, nothing really special, I think, uh, uh ended there. And, uh, I want to say that our class was over at nine or somewhere right around nine. Maybe it was, maybe it was 9.30, maybe it was 9.45. I forget exactly. I want to say the class started at nine and it was over around 9.45, 9.50. And uh, I walked to the lab, I was rotating through at the time, and it would be the lab I would eventually join, but I'm rotating in this lab, and uh, we get there, and uh, a guy I work with named Brett, he comes in, like, really somber face, he's like, whoa, America's under attack, and I was like, really? What's going on? I go into the lab, and ordinarily we had lots of radios and stuff playing, each person kind of played their own different channel, and... Indeed, every channel was tuned to the radio, and we heard. Now, the first plane had already made an impact, and I heard live on the radio that day as the second plane impacted the tower, and as the news anchors reported when the towers actually fell. I was there listening. We were in the second floor of the Fenske building at Penn State campus, and... Uh, it was a very surreal day. So, classes on campus were not officially closed. Uh, however, they 
uh, they were not required. I think the campus did make a good decision in that because there were people that really wanted to be around other people. And there were people that really needed to go back home and check in. There were people from New York in some of my classes. So uh, I remember going to my classes, but I'll remember, I mean, I became a Christian that year. And it wasn't that event. I became a Christian in January. I was just finishing up my undergrad work. And for the first, you know, half of the year or so, I never attended church. In the summer, I attended church just a couple times. But that one, to me, really showed me that it really was a, a genuine conversion, that I didn't come to Christ and all of a sudden I'm gung-ho, everybody needs to go to church. The, the conviction about Christ being the ruler of this world and my Lord and my God and my Savior superseded any church attendance or even any Bible reading. And um, I remember those, those days, you know, the, the semester went by around May of that year I graduated from undergrad. And then in, I worked in a restaurant, kind of worked a day shift, occasionally attending church, but usually I worked on Sundays. And uh, in July, so it was July 31st, was my last, last day working at the restaurant I worked at. And August 1st, I took a U-Haul, moved down to the uh, to Trees area in State College, and I rented my first ever apartment there. And I went down there about, about a month before we actually had to be there for any classes or any coursework or anything real to start. And it, for me, was a, just a fascinating time in my life where I, um, you know, I just uh, uh, was, was stepping out on my own with my own place, my own life. And I moved to this town where I didn't know anybody. And uh, honestly, I just didn't even think about church attendance, to be perfectly transparent with you. I had a Bible I was reading a few times, and um, uh, I wasn't sitting there reading the Bible so consistently, but I never really came to this point where I'm like, you know, I'm not really a Christian or not really a believer or anything. But I'll tell you that 9-11 really shook up the world. I came back home early because I didn't have to stay in the lab all day. I came back home early and I turned on the radio at my place, and I just listened some more, and I thought, man... And I don't know if it was just a coincidence or, or what it was, but the radio station that my receiver defaulted to happened to be a local Christian station. And uh, I listened to that local Christian station. It was fascinating. And I did go back for my evening. We had a seminar class. It was essentially like a free dinner. Of course, I'm not skipping that one. Um, but we went back for our seminar class. And... Uh, I distinctly remember, first time ever, I threw my Bible in my backpack, and I went back to campus that day, and um, and had that Bible with me, and, you know, I made it a point the following day on September 12th of picking up each of the major newspapers, so I had a local newspaper, a New York Times, and a USA Today, still have it to this day, with all of the 9-11 stuff going on. I just think that those are very significant papers in the history of our life. And I still have them. I still know where they are. And they're fascinating to look at. But I remember the other things that happened that day. 
there was a problem with uh, what bank account I had. So I go down to a bank. Of course, all their computer systems were offline. There was a huge rush on banking that day. And I wasn't anticipating taking anything out. The problem is I had moved to a new account and something was messed up. And uh, they had gotten it all fixed up offline because the computer systems weren't really working. And cell phones weren't huge back then, but cell phone networks were not working at all. Of course, the networks didn't have nearly the infrastructure we have now. Cell phones were not as robust as we have now. But you better believe that every single cell phone out there was ringing. It was a surreal day. It was a day that made people stop and question the family. It made people stop and wonder what is going on in this world. And one thing that it did, did do, it pushed a whole lot of people back into church attendance. And I can say I didn't immediately start going to church right away. I tried out a couple of them though at that point in time. But really, the significance of 9-11 for me is a day that taught us in America that we are not invulnerable. We are not indestructible. We are not an unstoppable force in many ways. Also, significant back to that day, that's also when a lot of privacy things in America started to change. Terms and conditions started to change. A lot of it possibly because of that day. Interesting stuff, and I'll talk about those in other times and other places. But America did really stop that day. If you don't remember, uh, George Bush, the president at the time, George W. Bush, he commanded all airplanes come out of the sky. It's the only time I ever remember in my life not looking up and seeing an airplane somewhere. No airplanes were allowed to fly in America that day. That's the day the TSA started. It's the day security and airplanes really doubled over. Prior to that, you could see through the cockpits. But prior to that, after 9-11, all the cockpits are now sealed tight, like security vaults on airplanes. And arguably for good reason. And uh, I've got to say, the 9-11, though, is a fascinating day in history. A terrible day in history. So many lives lost. Uh, and so many lives lost needlessly. And, you know, it was certainly a terrorist act perpetrated by people who don't like us in this country. And we need to remember that, too. Ultimately, though, I think the, alt, the, the first message, the primary message that 9-11 had in this country is that we need to remember who we are. We need to remember who our family are. We need to look at what we have in our world with an understanding that we may not have it tomorrow. We need to love our friends and our family so much greater. And we need to stop being so selfish and everything. I think another big thing that we need to do, we really need to start following God obediently. Because if we don't start doing that, if we're not following God obediently, we're just waiting for that same thing to happen again. So 9-11 is a very significant day in American history. And I think it'll be a very significant day in the life of everybody who lived through that day. And I gotta tell you that we are not alone. There is a God. 
But please, people, do not wait until another 9-11 before you go back to the God who called you. Return to Christ if you're not there dedicated before Him each day. Learn from what His church would teach you. Learn from what His Word would teach you. And above all things, remember, 9-11, Pearl Harbor, assassination of JFK, these are significant things, significant times in our lives. Let us not forget the lessons that they teach us in history. Let us instead go forward knowing that there is a God and that He may use an event like that to draw you near to Him. It's a horrible day in American history. And I hope it doesn't happen again. But if it does, let it be a subtle reminder. We are not guaranteed tomorrow. So live your life to the fullest while also keeping in balance. It's not about the fun that we have here. It's about the life to come. It's a preparation ground, a preparing ground. Have you or have you not dedicated your life to Christ every day? This has been Tom with A Daily Walk, ourwalkinchrist.com. Thank you for tuning in. Our Walk in Christ podcast is a listener-supported presentation. For more information about how you can help, check out ourwalkinchrist.com forward slash support or our Patreon page at patreon.com forward slash Tom M. That's T-O-M-M. Digital and paperback books are available on several online bookstores or at our website. Once again, the website is ourwalkinchrist.com.